This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everyone, Robbo here. You're listening to the Blues Focus podcast. Keep right on. Hello and welcome to the uh, Blues Focus podcast. My name is Joe. I am the new host. At least most weeks I'll be the host. Uh, you may have me. Sometimes I won't. Or sometimes maybe we'll swap around roles. We, we're, tri- we're still figuring out what we're doing, I suppose. Mm. Uh, this week I'm joined by Tommy and Dan, who hopefully will be with me all the way through this season. Do you want to say hello, lads? Hello. All right, guys, how are you doing? Uh, so, we are obviously a new look podcast from what we've been before. Uh, there's been a lot of work behind the scenes to try and improve our quality so we can really be the main Birmingham podcast. I think that's our aim this season, uh, to be the, the main place for fans to go and express their opinions we have done some outreach and we, ha- we are going to be featuring on the second tier pod. That is the biggest podcast for the championship. Uh, we'll be obviously providing Birmingham City insights from time to time for them. And also we're on the Sports Social Network, so feel free to check us out. I'm sure we'll have some links in the description for whoever is sorting out the editing. I'm sure they can put the links down below. Our plans, of course, are to be consistent. Hopefully we'll have a show out every single week. Uh, as much as possible. But, uh, but boys, what do you want to happen this season for us? Let me know. Dan, you go first. Uh, well, my, my aim for the season really would just be to, to stay in the league. Um, probably, this is, I mean, I guess this is sort of the start of a new three-year plan that we seem to be getting every season at the moment. Um, so I guess if you're taking it in that context, then you'd expect sort of a, just a season of stability, maybe... 18th to 14th something around there um obviously that would be the ideal season obviously you want to try and finish as high as possible but you've got to be realistic um I think that we are starting another rebuild which again seems to be happening every season you know relying on loan signings people like that so I think within the context of where we are as a club um obviously the financial situation takeover um I think for now I'd probably be aiming for a, just a stable season and no last day relegation uh, dogfight. Yes, it's, uh, it does seem that every single season we have a three-year plan uh, that just doesn't happen, I suppose. I mean, we will, of course, talk about the takeover, how couldn't we? But um, 
before we get into that, uh, Tommy, what are your thoughts? Well, I think I've got very similar thoughts to Dan, actually, um, just sort of staying up because, you know, we can't really expect to do any better than we've been doing for like the past six seasons. We've been finishing below, what, 18th, 17th for the past six seasons now. So I think, uh, uh, to be honest, a, a success or a triumph would be finishing outside the relegation zone. Um, and I think we will, because I don't think we're that bad to go down. I think we, I think there are three worst teams in the league, you know, perhaps even four or five. Um, I mean, so the Daily Mirror have uh, put out their championship predictions and they've put Birmingham 22nd, which mm. is, of course, relegation. Uh, the only two teams they've put below us, uh, Sunderland, Rock Bottom and Bristol City. I was yeah. surprised to see Bristol City. So I am too, that's, yeah. the, uh, that's the supercomputer, isn't it? Mm. I think so. I, I think so. Bristol, I don't know what's happening there. The supercomputer. Uh, yeah. I mean, but they've put Cardiff in 17th, which I think is maybe a little bit low with some of the signers that they've had. Mm. Uh, and they've put, you know, I mean, they've put Burnley top, which I do not agree with oh, at all. <laughs> I, I, I see Burnley struggling to get mid-table. I think they're going to be have a really bad season. Uh, Old prediction. I'm, I, I'm I, I'm one for bold predictions. I am. I did used to do uh, a show with my cousin. We didn't get very many listeners at all. But I my my main kind of role on that podcast was just giving bold, wacky predictions with absolutely no context. Um, <laughs> so prepare for that this season. So I suppose really let's just get straight into the takeover talk then, because of course we're recording this. We were meant to be recording this a few days ago. There was a bit of an issue. Uh, so we're, we My are issue. recording this now. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter now because we can, if anything, it means we can talk more uh, concretely about what is going to happen or what has already been confirmed uh, by Paul Richardson. So I, I don't actually know too much about it. Um, I've been super busy over the last few weeks. So I haven't really been able to keep up too much. I mean, I've read articles, but uh, if someone can explain to me what the Lopez Richardson deal actually means for Birmingham City as a football club, please uh, take the mic. I mean, well, Paul Richardson is possibly the, Lopez and Richardson, the best consortium really to be in the one that we have at the moment. Um, it, it sounds the most optimistic out of the two from uh, them and Bassini. I mean, it's a good well, thing I mean, Bassini can't, can't, you couldn't avoid Bassini over the last few. <laughs> oh. Uh, weeks, yes, them talk sport interviews are <laughs> something else. Something else. Yeah, yeah they are. They really, they are. They're. Uh, I mean, offering to fight Simon. Forget the just, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. It's, <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's got a screw loose. Some, at least, at least a couple. Taken <laughs> up by a lady boy. <laughs> yeah, I think let's uh, try and not get a lawsuit on episode yeah. one shall we <laughs> thanks <Yeah>. mate <laughs> I'm sure we can some editing trickery we can yeah we, this, this is why we recorded it um, off air because yes um, that's why we try yeah. to do it live although maybe that's something down uh, down the season that we can try and look into mm. have have maybe a live show we'll have to restrain Dan from saying anything <laughs> too wild but that would be a good idea maybe I've got uh, find a way to do it live. I think it'd be good fun uh, mm. if we can get you know a couple of listeners, get them asking questions live. It'll be 
that'd be a good laugh. Mm. Who knows? Something to keep an eye on. Make sure that you're following our Twitter accounts, all of our social accounts, to see if any of these come to fruition. Or if you guys have any ideas at all, please do let us know. Uh, what are our social medias? At, is it at Blues Focus Podcast? Yeah. At- uh, well, the Blues Focus one's at Blues Focus. Mm-hmm. Um, there we go. So email. I'm sure they'll all be in the description on this they'll, video, they'll, so, They yeah. will all be down in the description. This is how new... The Blues we Focus are, Pod. That's it. Mm-hmm. Blues Focus Blues Pod. Focus there we go. Pod, yeah. See, we we are we are just a, a group of laid back lads, just just having a chat, I suppose. Too laid back. Uh, maybe maybe a little bit too laid back. I mean, I can see you drinking, uh, and not. I'm not going to say the brand of beer. Uh, bit, have you noticed? Uh, I've been covering it up. I've been like yeah, you have been covering it up. So I think so. <laughs> never know. We might, maybe we'll try and get a sponsorship deal from someone, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll drink it live on air. Oh, that would be great fun, actually. If brilliant. we can try and get, was... if we could, if we could try and get like a, a cider one. You're in Bristol, Dad. Yeah, so actually, yeah. Come on, can try and get, up, try and get a cider company. Companies. To be honest, I have, I've got a Thatcher's connection. To be honest, uh, come on, get oh us my a God. I, I could try. I've got, I've got a couple of cans of Thatcher's in my fridge right now. Come on, mate, you've got to make it happen. They, yeah, they, they produce it literally like ten minutes from my house. My, uh, oh. my, my nan, uh, well, my granddad before he died, he had a, a mate who's now like one of the senior directors or something at the company so oh come on mate you can you can vague, pull the strings vague connection <laughs> you can you can pull the strings i'm sure that if they can give us a, a tinny of thatcher's gold at any time you know <laughs> so uh, let's talk i suppose we'll, we'll move swiftly on because we don't want to go off topic too much let's talk about Eustons and lee bowyer towards the end of the season uh and what what we think of that appointment because there, it's it's split opinions. I think mm. is the best way to put it. Uh, Dan, I want to hear your thoughts first. Um, well, I think obviously it was probably inevitable that Bowyer would leave at the end of the season. There was obviously lots of talk um, about new owners and how they wanted to deal with it, and that was even before we even heard about Bassini, really. Um, and obviously, then you had the interviewer at the end of the season saying, um, like, thank thanks for your final season or something. And then it didn't get cut out of the YouTube video. Um, mm. So I think it was inevitable he'd leave. I, th- I think it was, a, it was, it was a season of opportunity that was hit back by injuries to Chong and Dini, you know, um, but overall, I think it was probably the right decision um, in terms of Eustace. I'm, I've said this on, on the Monday that I'm quite optimistic about him as a coach. Uh, I think he's got a very high profile in terms of coaching, not necessarily management um, with his, you know, the non-league Barcelona, Kidderminster Harriers and um, working under Stephen McLaren and um, uh, Mark Warburton at QPR. So it, I mean, it's it's not the worst manager we could have appointed. It's a bit of a risk in terms of you know not really ha- doesn't really have any experience in the top job um, in professional football, other than obviously in non-league. So yeah, I, th- I think um, I, I don't mind the appointment. I think I'd be very surprised if we got someone a lot better than him. Um, so I think we Blues fans can be satisfied with it. I'd mm. say. Yeah, I was I was happy that. I don't know. I was relieved in the end that Boya did uh, was left or whatever. Not because it was like I don't know. It was a little bit unfair on him, but I, I suppose as well, I didn't want him to ruin his reputation here because you know all the things he did for us as a player. I didn't want him to ruin as a manager, and there were times in that season where we were just playing some, you know, so we were playing some dreadful football, 
you know, you such an... the, yeah, compare that to when he came in and he mm. said, not easy, not difficult to win football games when you've got Duke up front, I know, Bella yeah. on the wing. Mm. And then it was just one transfer window of promised funds that never came through. And then he just completely flipped it over and started playing this football that we Which saw. Which I don't know why he did. Season. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it baffles me. His, his, his do, we think, do we think then that if Lee Bowyer had been given them funds that he was promised, would he have done better? Would he have brought in the players that he wanted? Because he did get in a couple of players that he wanted. You know, he mm. he wanted Shaksaneke because he had him at Cholton and he was convinced he'd be yeah. so good and he so wasn't. Mm. But some you of know, his signings were good though, like Lyle Taylor. And Lyle Taylor was going to be very good. He was proven goal scorer and yeah. proven under Lee Bowyer. And he got him and he got the best out of him. And really, if it wasn't for Lyle Taylor of any of the signings, would we have stayed up last year? Maybe not. I think that three that... Uh, Lyle Taylor, Ono Hernandez, yeah, Bacu- yeah. Bacu- they, Bacuna. Towards the end of the season, they really did help keep us up, I think, because... Without them, that like Bakuna did the battling in midfield, and Hernandez helped out for Taylor, and then they so they just worked in they worked but they weren't really they worked very well as a trio. So I think with only Bakuna now, you know, with the players we've got up front like Hogan and um, Dini, I don't know how I don't really know how we can get that sort of same impact that those those two had with Bakuna. Do we have too many strikers at the club that aren't going to be used? Um, in the squad because you think so. We've got Troy Deeney. <laughs> Do okay. Let's be big let's man, be completely man. honest. Yeah. So so we're going big man, little man. That's exactly right. You know. So you think you've got Deeney or Deeney or or Juki or Cosgrove. They're the they're the big men. Yeah. What are you laughing at Cosgrove for? <laughs> yeah, the tiny finish. Got a good goal the other day. Good goal the other day. You know, maybe that's his level. I don't, I don't, I, I, I think that someone did actually post that like he wasn't given enough of a chance under oh Bowyer before he, he, scored, he, scored th- he scored three goals in like 38 appearances last season in League One. Yeah. And yeah. He, 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 wasn't good, he, wasn't, he wasn't good enough for a Shrewsbury team that finished 19th or whatever. Yeah. And he got relegated with Wimbledon. Mm. Yeah, it's just, I think he's a, he's a, he seems like a very nice guy, but. You know, you've got to put in the hard yards to order to get into the championship because it's just a ruthless league. And, you know, you do look at the uh, the ability of Lyle Taylor and you see, like, how how good you have to be to be a top striker in that league. And if Cosgrove can pull it around this season, then, you know, crack on almost. He just, it's like, he yeah. just, he just doesn't have enough, of, for me anyway, he doesn't have enough physical presence about him considering mm. the height and everything and if you I mean I, before he signed I remember watching some clips of him at Aberdeen and he, he looks like he was able to hold off defenders and get the ball into his feet pass it to yeah. you know Hernan- the Hernandezes of the world mm. um, of Scottish but, football exactly uh, but he just doesn't he hasn't showed any of that no. for us um, and it's just I just think that's the thing missing because you've got to be physical in the championship yeah. when he was at Aberdeen did he ever play with Scott Brown no, the Celtic captain. No, he did. Before, they didn't cross. Yeah. They didn't cross over. Because if he did, maybe that's what he needed. Send him back to Aberdeen with, with Scott Brown for. Yeah, I think Scott Brown's retired he's, now. He's Fleetwood manager now, isn't he? I think. Yeah. Is he? Scott, Scott send him Brown. To, yeah. Send him to Fleetwood. Send any player you need. <laughs> send him down to Fleet. Wait. So Fleetwood went from. So they've got Scott Brown because didn't they have Joey Barton before? Yeah, they had. They had uh, Joey Barton, Simon Grayson, uh, Stephen Kearney. 
who who's the assistant, and then now they've got um, Scott Brown. I think. Mm. What is going on down at Fleet? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I might be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I'm going to take your word for it. If you're if if you are wrong, you'll be the one ridiculed on Twitter. Fantastic. Any Fleetwood Towns that happen to be listening to this, feel free to tweet us. Let us know uh, how correct we are. So, just want to circle back then very quickly because we will talk more in depth, kind of about the summer window, ins and outs, who we want to see come in. That might that we still need to. It remains to be seen, kind of the kind of funds that we're going to have, and we're running out of time this window. So it does seem it's going to have to be do what we can to January. Maybe we'll get some funds in January to do kind of a a rescue yeah. mission. Which when is does not the, um, when does the window weeks. close? Five weeks. Five weeks. Five weeks. That? Okay, it's longer than I thought. No, this is what this is what loads of people have been saying for us on Twitter because obviously, um, as the as the window moves on, clubs bring in players, players become available, players fall out of favour, players get injured, replacements assigned, frees up other people, and there's going to be some deals now. Especially even I remember even at the start of the at the end of the season when Bowyer was saying how there was. And then to be a meeting with the board or something, and they didn't meet him. Um, and then obviously he didn't know what funds he had available, and they missed out on loads of players that he, a couple of players that he wanted to bring in. So I think mm. there's going to be a lot of deals that evolve over the next few weeks. And I think if we don't get them in um, at ASAP, we're going to be in a bit of a bit of yeah, we're going to be in trouble. trouble yeah, because yeah. mm. so, I think Diego Costa the Blues no <laughs> <laughs> not coming. The dream's dead. <laughs> I'd be more so, uh, Maro talk, Cardi. Talk. Oh, Maro <laughs> Go on, make it happen. Make it happen. We've got, oh. we've got the, we've got the money now. Come on, we're, we're, give it two years. It'll be the Champions League, lads. We'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so let's talk. I, I, I want to talk about one tweet that I've seen uh, from Rob Dorsett Sky at Sky Sports. So he, so he tweeted today about so it was ten hours ago. He tweeted this, uh, would-be Birmingham City owners Maxi Lopez and Paul Richardson uh, to meet with John Eustons today to discuss his future. Eustons was appointed when the Bassini takeover was thought to be imminent and it does not, uh, it is not clear at the moment if uh, Eustons is part of the new consortium's plans. Mm. So... I think the, the the most likely thing is he'll be given a chance. They'll probably have a word with him. Eustons will probably say, I've got this plan. This is what I want to do. And if it doesn't work out, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get axed quickly if it doesn't work out in the short term. Mm. But that being said, who is out there? Well, Marcelo Bielsa. Yeah. Marcelo Bielsa. <laughs> I mean, that I'm is so the... glad you said it. I mean, if that is a, a genuine thing that they're thinking of, then then I'm all for that because, you know, why wouldn't you want Marcelo Bielsa at the club? But if, of course, that we, we don't know how much money we've got to play with at the moment. So I think... Can you see wise... Mark Roberts and Harley Dean and Marcelo Bielsa? <laughs> oh, every day team. of the week. I think, <laughs> Harley Dean, week. I think Harley Dean would be a bit more subjective. I think he would be a bit more to that sort of style of play because he was in a Brentford team. So I think he could be more naturally attuned to it. But I don't know mm. about Mark Roberts. I'm not convinced. I know about Mark uh, Roberts. No. <laughs> Mark Roberts and his, and his incredibly... Uh, his, his very useful long throws that don't ever yeah. come to anything. No, we've scored um, two I've ever seen. 
it like because every single time we have a throw yeah. in, give it, give it, give it Mark Roberts, and nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, that's that's just a pet peeve of mine. I'm sure I share with many, it's a, yeah, it's many a, a blue side. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Um, so, Dion Sanderson would would work in a Bielsa system for sure. Whether he played yeah. at centre back, he's actually I listed. Oh my god, what a fantastic signing! I think mm-hmm. he was obviously. I think Euston was a big part, had a big part to play in bringing him yeah. to the club. Yeah, uh, of course, because Euston was. Warburton's assistant, uh, QPR, which is where he went uh, in January after he was recalled. He was recalled by Wolves. He was on the bench for one game, and then went to QPR oh. on loan. Yeah, bizarre, uh, yeah. and he, he didn't really play much for QPR either, as far as I'm aware. I mean, he played every now and again, but he he never at he Birmingham. He was the best here, defender on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. It's not so the <laughs> well. But he is actually listed on the squad list, which I've got in front of me here, as a fullback. Um, he played there for Cardiff when he uh, had his first loan. So, because uh, obviously he did cover there as well when Maxime Collin, mm. Colin, Collin, he's French. Um, yeah. When he picked up his his injury, uh, who, if if you've never heard uh, the podcast I was on before, I uh, Maxime Collin is my favourite Blues player mm. uh, for no good rhyme choice, or reason. Choice. I just, I just. I think he's solid. I think I think he's one of the best right backs in the league. I actually really do. I, I, I think I do he's so that, criminally yeah. underrated. Not not um, right wing back though. No, no, he didn't. No, work not right wing. He's not a right wing back. Yeah, uh, he, he he's a right. A back. He works in a back four. That's yeah. why I, th- I thought under Karanka he was brilliant. That's, that's, I th- that's, yeah. that's I one of my think, th- yeah. Was he our best player that season? In, oh yeah. In, in that Krenka season. In that COVID two years season, ago. Yeah. Adam Clayton. Yeah, I, I, I think he was. Oh, yeah, of course. No, it's got to be Adam Clayton. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That goal he gave away against Coventry. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's, uh, who, uh, it was uh, Prieto, wouldn't it? That was a key keeper. Oh, yeah, the keeper. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, we're forgetting, talking of, talking we're forgetting of San Jose. Come on. San Jose. Oh, don't even though. bring up San Jose. No, we're not even going to go there. <laughs> no, I like but San Jose. You, I like, no, I like him. I, no, I only like no. him. I only like him because every now and then he does a little tweet saying like "keep right on" and quote. He was him. a decent <laughs> player though. He was, he was a decent right. player. I, I do remember watching a game against Norwich. I think, and he had an absolute stinker. Uh, just, I think it was bit, at was bit, I think he was a bit slow. He was. Yeah, he was. He wasn't, 30, he wasn't very mobile. I think yeah. he was like 33, 34, and like yeah. he was. He was trying to play a defensive role. He was like trying to be a midfielder, but he was trying to be like a reserve midfielder. Mm. Um, it just wasn't, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. Um, interestingly, as well, in my opinion, George Friend is listed as a fullback, not a center back. Yeah, uh, I can which, see that more than Sanderson. Yes, I think, well, George Friend, you know, left sided. Obviously, we don't have Pedersen anymore, who was probably one of our uh, best players. I mean, don't get me wrong, he was subject to the odd, the odd defensive howler, but, you know, as are all Blues defenders. Uh, I think it's. I think it's actually part of the. Uh, if you if you aren't partial to a howler, I don't actually think we sign you. Um, <laughs> it's in the contract. You've got to. Have it's, it's somewhere in there. You've got, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. There's like a bonus or something. I think with Pedersen, right? It's like he's got the ability and the talent. There's too many mistakes with him, so there'd be like. He'd make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, because the, so, the ability was always there. For me, Pedersen Pedersen always worked on the left of a back three. Uh, mm which we never really played. And then when we did play it, he 
seem to play left wing back instead of playing centre yeah, back. Versatile that left hand side was. That, it, it was pretty good. I mean, obviously having George Fre- when George Friend and Pedersen were in the team together, they were able to kind of swap out and mm. almost give each other rests where they needed it. Because let's be honest, certainly George Friend, neither of them were the fittest of people. Neither of them, you know, could. I don't think either of them would be capable of bombing up and down the left hand side like a modern fullback should be. Right. Uh, yeah. I think a back four with friend at left back and Colin at right back. It doesn't sound Robert, too bad that. Yeah. It doesn't sound too bad. You know, Sanderson and and you know Roberts or Harley Dean next to them. Is it should that friends on got paper, the legs? Still got the legs. Not to get up and down the pitch. That's 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 what modern fullbacks do though, isn't it? That's mm. the problem. I th- I think 2015 George Friend, absolutely perfect. Yeah. 2022 George Friend for a left back in the modern football. I don't think that would, unless we're that, genuinely that playing. Unless we're play playing modern a, football. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if we're playing a genuinely flat back four, I know obviously Eustace wants to play five, but if Eustace isn't here, if we if we're gonna move up to a literally a flat back four, he might be all right. But I don't think in any other formation he's gonna he'd be able to play that position at least for 90 minutes. Yeah, not for 90 minutes. I I, I can definitely agree with you. So I think one thing we can definitely all agree on is that left back is a problem area for us then. That whole left side is think, a problem. Whole left side, yeah. So Missed out on Ian Matson. That was my top target for the start of the start of the summer. Uh, that was that was kind of heartbreaking to be fair. But was he a realistic target? Um we'll get we'll get to that. So let's talk about so let's try and be methodical with this. We're going to, let's talk about the summer window and we'll talk about the players that we have brought in so far. And there's not many to get through. Yeah, it's four so, signings, isn't it? Yeah. So, first of all, John Ruddy and goal. Good appointment. Yeah, I, I do agree, yeah. Because with the average things as well, with all the nonsense with the um, contracts, I was a little bit worried when that news broke that we were going to have to play a youngster or a uh, G-cock, yeah. yeah. And I like G-cock, but... He, I had like such, he had such a mare against Blackpool. I feel like if we played him week in, week out, he'd be yeah. destroyed. I um so so I went to a pre-season game last year, uh, Birmingham under 23s versus Alverchurch, uh, at Alverchurch, and Jaycock was in goal, and I was right behind the goal. Birmingham were like three, four nil up, absolutely yeah. battering him, and uh, he, someone at Alverchurch whipped a cross in, and it should have been a simple catch. And he he parried it and he dropped it into the goal, which I, I I am a goalkeeper. I'm not a good goalkeeper, but I am a goalkeeper when I play football. That is a heartbreaking thing to happen. Mm. It doesn't matter the, the situation because he wasn't even under any pressure. You know, it was a routine. He didn't even need to jump for it. It was right in front of his face, catching the ball. And he dropped it into the goal. Um did it cross the line? We actually did have a conversation because it looked like it, he may have saved it on the line, uh, but the ref gave a goal. And then two days later, he was sent out on loan to Salford City. Hmm. Um, so was it was it related? <laughs> hmm. My suspicion is yes. Is he ready to step up to be a consistent a consistent backup? Maybe. Hmm. Who did we lose? We lost um, Truman. Connell Truman, not at yeah. the club oh. anymore. Um, he, I, I, we only kept him at the club because we couldn't get rid of him. Yeah. That was it, right? Yeah. 
I was uh, always so, a bit frustrated that he didn't get more of a chance, to be quite honest, though, because in the games that I saw him in, uh, he played in the away at Huddersfield in the Cotet season. And he also played in goal for the Norwich City game at home in the first month game of that season. And in both games that I saw in him, I, I thought he played all right, to be fair. So it, I don't know whether he just had enough of sitting on the bench or whatever, but I, I was a bit afraid. I've always a bit of a shame that. To, to be fair. To be fair, he's I think he's like 25 now, 24, 25 ish. Mm. So, you yeah. know, for, for someone, if, if you're going to be a respectable <laughs> professional, it's harder for goalkeepers because there's only one on the pitch. So, you know, if you're not the best at the club, you're not going to play. And he was, yes, so, so he, he had a, maybe had a couple of good performances, but in my mind, I don't see him as a championship level goalkeeper. I see him as, 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 you know, at best a League One goalkeeper, and that is kind of out of push, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think Jacob's very young, twenty-one. Yeah, he's in his early twenties. Yeah. Uh, which you know is is about the same age as we are. Yeah. So it feels a bit. Well, I mean, and well, I I know that we know that we know that Dan's young because he's doing his uni stuff and whatever, so we know he's. We know that and he's I'm in least, my late forties. He's gonna be twenty. Yeah, so you're you're in your late forties. I'm actually seventy six. <laughs> I'm retired. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm early twenties as well. Um, so it feels weird to call someone young when they're the same age as, as us. But um, yeah, he is. So he's got plenty of time to kind of develop into. He's got the physicality. He's tall. He's big, uh, and he's got the confidence. You know, in a couple of preseason games, he he certainly looks like he commands that. His area, he commands his defence, uh, and he, which is a very key part of being a goalkeeper. It's yeah. probably the biggest part that you'll do, kind of on a on a game to game basis, more so than shot stopping and more so than anything else. You you command your box and you command. It's what he's got form. to learn, yeah. Because as a goalkeeper, so, when you're learning through those stages, you've got to yeah. obviously learn the learn the trade, of course. But uh, you know, I, commanding I a back line of you know experienced championship defenders yeah. in this stage it's, it's a difficult challenge to do well, you think for him. Put, putting him behind in a back four with say George Friend and Harley Dean and Mark Roberts you're talking you know experienced players Harley Dean is well is he Troy Deeney's club captain still I don't think Harley yes. Dean's been given it back yeah, no, no, it's Troy Deeney's still captain yeah. yeah I imagine but you're talking, so, well. spe- especially I think with Eustace it. yeah oh yes. yeah so, oh yeah of course yeah, definitely of course. yeah um, but you're thinking so Harley Dean was club captain for, for a while and I imagine if he's on the pitch and Troy isn't, he might have the armband. Yeah, I think he Who should. Who else would have it? If he's had the experience of being club captain before, he should have it back. Even though the... maybe George, maybe George Friend, George Friend, or maybe a few yeah. times last season. Mm. Um, so Bakuna, you know, think... last night, Bak- Bakuna wore it last yeah. night. I, I was surprised when I saw that. Actually, certainly when I saw some of the play, other people was that in the pitch. was that in the oh, Solly or Moore's game? Solly or Moore's game. That was in the yeah. game that we lost. So I don't, I don't think he'll be wearing the armband again anytime no. soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's move. Let's okay. So that's so John Ruddy, and also we've signed John Jack Ruddy, who I presume is kind of John Ruddy's brother or something. John Jack Ruddy is uh, some no. some some Scottish goalkeeper. I presume he's John Ruddy's younger brother, and he's like, oh, I'm only coming if my brother comes. Oh, uh, that, yeah. that, I'm just looking at the squad list. There's not even a picture of him. So yeah. uh, maybe was... someone give someone give him a Google. Jack Google. Ruddy, I'll get John I'll, I'll Jack. Bring him up, is, yeah. His name is John Jack Ruddy. John, I presume you sure it's not his middle name. 
No, no. So there's John Ruddy, and then underneath it is a separate John Jack Ruddy, whose nationality is Scottish. How old is uh, it? It doesn't. His birthday is 1997. So 25. must be 24, 25. 25. That's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? That's got oh, to be. Yeah, that's got, Birmingham City. Yeah, John when Jack was, Ruddy. When was that? I have no oh, idea. But uh, some 24-year-old yeah. backup goalkeeper doesn't. This, 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 it's just on the squad list. I, I, I've not heard anything of him either. Oh no, it is John Ruddy. Hang on a minute. Oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll fact check that at the end of the. We'll, we'll, we'll fact check that. We'll um we'll we'll get our researchers on it. Presented to every John John Robert Ruddy. Is John, it John Robert Ruddy? Is um, well, it, well there's John a goalkeeper Jack. from Scotland. There's a there's a goalkeeper from Scotland called John Robert Ruddy, but his nickname is Jack. And he was born so in 1997. Yeah. Is it on? Is it in December 1997? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 27. Yeah. 20, yeah. 20, yeah. yeah. So that's plays, so got him. He plays for East Kilbride FC. Well, he's listed as a player this. for us. Wow. That is... On on the on our official website, he's <laughs> listed a, as. That's a very player. weird, isn't it? I don't so know that. That's, that's on the official that's website. On the it's, it's, I'm, I'm on the app right now. Uh, if you can see that on my screen there, John Jack Ruddy's just underneath John Ruddy there. Oh, really? uh, it's probably it's probably Jack Ruddy, and they've just accidentally put John in front of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Even probably. still, though, I've no idea that that was. That's, yeah, it's probably his younger brother, isn't it? I'd assume. Yeah, I'd imagine so. That's, that's, uh, that's a bit weird. Because I, so, I, I, I was going to say it'd be, it would make more sense if it's let's say like an under twenty three signing, but yeah. Well, he's twenty-four. He's twenty. He's twenty-four. He'll be twenty-five in twenty-five. December. That's a bit. That would be a bit weird to come to a club for the yeah, twenty-three, isn't it? He he he's he's along for the. He's there to turn up to training, get a little wage, be with his brother every day. Uh, I'm assuming that, if, if, Etheridge, is, if Etheridge goes, it might just be to make up the numbers. Yeah, just well. so we've got three goalkeepers on the list, I suppose. John, John Ruddy, Jack Ruddy, mm. and then obviously Jacob. Zach Jaycock, Jaycock, Jaycock. I don't I've know got high hopes. For, I've, got, I've got high hopes for, for Gcock, by the way. Mm. Gcock, I've got high hopes for him. I really do think that hopefully he comes Needs good. Needs I don't. I'm. Because I don't. I, mean, I understand the does. point we were making earlier about how you play him with an experienced back four. It's almost like shield him in a way and allow he, him to make. If those... he was to go out on loan, it would need to be to a to a good quality oh, yeah. League One team. Um, yeah, and playing first team football as well, and playing yeah, yeah but he needs he would need to go in as the first choice goalkeeper, yeah. which is you know that it's difficult. A at couple the moment, of isn't it? in down in League One, there's a couple of good goalkeepers knocking about. Um, Josh one Griffiths. of them, Josh Griffiths, very good goalkeeper, very good. one young goalkeeper who I'm a big fan of is uh, Cooper down at Plymouth yeah, Argyle. Yeah, uh, I'm a first of all, I really do love Plymouth Argyle. I grew up a little bit down in Devon. Um, Spent a lot of time down in Devon and Plymouth Argyle. Uh, first of all, their kits this season are the best kits in the country. By the way, I don't know if you've seen the Plymouth Argyle kits. They I've are seen the, I've seen the home one. I haven't seen uh... the the away one is is black with like a blue trim coming down. Honestly, it's so good. And their third kit is like a homage to a cup final kit from probably the fifties or something. Um, anyway, that's not a team that we need to talk about. Yep. So we've got high hopes for Jaycock and we've got a backup goalkeeper who's young, who's a young brother of John Ruddy. Let's talk about someone who I can't pronounce. How do you even say his name? I can say his last name. I Googled it earlier and the best one I I got uh, was Chemislav Plachetta. That's how I... Chemislav. Chemislav. I'm just going to stick with Pepe. 
Okay, we'll, we'll stick with. I like the ones on Twitter. <laughs> I've been seeing that, that came out. Of, yeah, it came out of nowhere, didn't it? Where they just tweeted. Well, at least for me, it just they just tweeted Pepe with a photo of him, and I don't, I don't think there'd been any <laughs> interviews where you'd heard that as a nickname. Oh man, yeah, that, uh, it, it makes it easier, sim- doesn't it? So we, yeah, we we as fans are simple people, so let's keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. So Pepe, I mean, what do we think of him? Uh, well, I don't know much about him, I'll be honest. Neither do I, to be honest, but I heard that he's quick, so it could be helpful out wide. So is he, is he yeah. the, because um, obviously we've got him from Norwich as well, where we, yeah. we've got a decent relationship with Norwich, I suppose. You know, yeah, the Hernandez deal. Is, yeah. and... That's what I was hoping for um, Sam McCallum on loan. Oh, um, that would have been brilliant. Yeah. Still could happen. I, I know this. I'm just saying because I was just I was looking the other day when I before the uh, the original recording, and obviously they've got like Giannoulis and people like that. And I was I was just looking at it, thinking, is he going to play? But obviously it's a bit bit of a far stretch at the moment. Um, but in terms of Pepe, I mean, one thing I was one thing I said already on Twitter as well was obviously there was rumours of him coming in before Eustace was even appointed. Uh, so I mean, I know a little bit about Pachetta. Uh, so he started out in the Polish league uh, before Norwich brought him in, and he built a, a bit of reputation in Europe for being this sort of Adama Traore like player, but obviously without the physicality, just in terms of the raw pace. But obviously his end product was lacking. Um, and then I think he had a good season then product-wise and then moved to Norwich, played a little bit in the Championship and the Prem, but never got the consistent game time. Um, and obviously that's led to this loan uh, out to us. Um, I mean, in terms of how he fits in, I'm not entirely sure because obviously there was rumours of him coming in before Eustace was even appointed. So he's an out-and-out winger. He's never played any other position. He said in his interview that, I think he was asked the question, you've played down the middle before. Is that something you're interested in? And he basically just said no, <laughs> to put it it's quite, uh, to put it um, quite simply. So I, I'm not entirely sure how he fits in. Obviously, in pre-season, he's been playing left wing back. Um, mm. I wouldn't want him in that position for, for 46 games. I, th- I think that's a that, if I was an opposition manager looking at the team, first thing, if I see him in a defensive role, if you can call left wing back a defensive role anymore, um, yeah. I would. That's that's the first place I would target. Um, but I think he's he's got a lot to prove this season in terms of end products, which will at, at this level, which yeah, will hopefully yeah. motivate him um, to to obviously to prove to Norwich I'm good enough. Um, but I just think at the end of the day, it's another loan. That's that's the problem for me. It's just it's just so many temporary deals to you know keepers going, keepers up, keepers up, and then eventually. We're, we're just we need to start actually building some proper foundations with a manager and obviously that's not happened with Eustace as of yet and it, yeah. but it didn't really happen with any of them apart from maybe Karanka yeah I mean Karanka really brought it correct you could tell that transfer window that was Karanka's team yeah the players he brought in George Friend Adam Clayton you know these are like his Sanchez rocks and those exactly players, yeah. exactly and then you go to Boya did he ever bring in anyone other than maybe Leko and Anike, who you could say, like, that is a Liboya. That is, these are the foundations. I mean, it was just loans like Castillo, for example, you know. Mm. Castillo, oh my God. Interestingly yeah. enough, though, Leko was a Karanka signing. Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that, was, yeah. that was strange. Yes. But Liboya was obviously knew him from Charlton anyway. But even yeah. then, he didn't like him, so he bummed him out. <laughs> he didn't like him at all. Mm. Uh, 
Leco, I mean, Leco is is still in the just, squad. Sorry, I just remember, I've got I've literally, I've literally got a poster on my wall of Leco in the uh, Karanka kit. There. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> should, have, should have looked over there. Yeah. Although Bowie was at the end of the season there, though. Yeah. Yeah. To mm. be fair. I uh, I mean, do you know what I know mostly from Leco was from I think maybe 2017. He was he was a guy. If you started like a FIFA career mode, oh, he was like kid. he was like Absolute a first one kid, yeah, because he was because yeah. he's got a raw pace yeah. that you can develop. Yeah, just chuck him on the wing, and he was just rapid. Uh, that's where most of my football knowledge has come from. I'll be honest. <laughs> now, he, now, um, <laughs> now he's a, now, he, now he's a makeshift left wing back. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's he's listening as an attacking midfielder. <laughs> oh, I wonder my. how long. I wonder how long that's that going to get changed very soon, unless um, actually, if he leaves. There are, there are two other signings that we need to very quickly cover before we move on. Um, first of all, very quickly, Finley Thorndike, oh, an yeah. attacking midfielder. Uh, I presume that he is Richard Thorndike's son. Now, Richard Thorndike, if you're not aware, my cousin is very aware of who this is, uh, is the owner, and I think he's the chairman of Alva Church FC, who we talked about earlier, where Jacob had his massive howler. Now, Richard Thorndike, Richard Big Dick Thorndike um, is a uh, Dick for Richard. Yeah, uh, he's, a, he's, he's, he's a character. That's what we'll say. Um, I've been to a couple of uh, I've been to a couple of Alva Church games. Uh, it's always good fun. So I imagine that he's he's a rich kid who's played football his whole life, and he's from Birmingham. And Birmingham have just gone. Do you know what? Pop him in the list. Uh, hopefully, he's good. Never know. You know. I mean, he, he looked all right against, was it Cheltenham? He was that the other night. Um, they didn't see the full game, but from the highlights he was in, he looked pretty decent, yeah. Looked quick let's on hope, the ball. How, how, how old so, is he? He was born in 2002, so he's, oh, okay. he's, he's going to be, so, yeah. Ni- yeah, 19. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, about, about, <laughs> about 40, 40 years 42. old, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> We're buying, the, buying into the youth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, you never know, you know, he could he could turn out to be another you know to be you know and like, like Jordan James or he could turn out to be someone who we never see in the first team goes out on loans plays for the under twenty threes or under twenty ones yeah. we'll see but of course the big one uh, Dion Sanderson who we've covered pretty pretty well earlier on um, we're pretty happy I think collectively right yeah Dion Sanderson the only would I did have this debate last season at some point. Uh, would you prefer that we brought Dion Sanderson in for this season or who was the goalkeeper we had on loan? What was his name? Matthias Sarkic, yes. Sarkic. Sarkic. Any day. Any day. I I agree, Sarkic. I mean, Sarkic would have been unreal. I think he's such a good goalkeeper. I was thinking this earlier. When Sarkic first came in, he was obviously not at his best. But I had my fingers crossed. Oh, honestly, he's a complete disaster. If he had done that game. <laughs> that was a shocker. Yeah, but unfortunately, he was much better. Broke and it had, out. Yeah, I had I had my yeah. fingers crossed with him for a lot of the season because I thought if we have a bad goalkeeper, our defense is going to show for that as well because we, we can't defend at the best of the time. So we needed these <laughs> keeper. So I mean, were you were you shocked at how he performed? Yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, I you look oh, at what you look, look at. I know he he, t- he went in he went from sort of a ten game a season Shrewsbury keeper yeah to, to just being one of the best keepers because I league. remember he, I, I mean remember he was being... he was he was I think on on, on like you know XG saves yeah. and all that 
all that, best, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was up there with the he was yeah. up there with like Sam Johnston and with the best of the best mm. last season. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that there aren't teams in the Premier League sniffing sniffing about him. You know, I just, like, I just don't think Bur- Burnley Burnley losing Nick Pope. Mm. They're getting Murich, aren't they? I think. Oh, what, from City? Yeah, do you remember, yeah. Yeah, do you remember him? He played Notting, for, didn't Notting, he play for Forest? Nottingham Forest. Oh, my goodness. I remember against West Brom, that first game of that season, I watched on TV. That was that was something. Yeah. I think that was worse than Sarkic against Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just. Oh, God. I mean, well, I mean... I remember with Sarkic because I remember they... It, it was the first time I saw it was in the Sheffield United game, away, first game, and... Yeah. And they bought him out earlier than anybody else to practice saves. And that immediately made me worried. <laughs> but yeah. it, it seemed to work in a weird sort of way because it was like he was warming up before everybody else did. Because I can imagine when you're out there, as a goalkeeper particularly, you know, when you're warming up uh, for the second half, it gets you that advantage because you probably stood around for a couple of minutes before there's even a chance at you. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I mean, at, at that level, I suppose, you know, any little advantage you can give yourself. And... Uh, I do. I do remember in that Sheffield United game, he made he made like one error and we got away with it. Yeah. He, and it was like, and and everyone was going because he made a couple of good saves. Mm. Everyone was going, oh, this keeper's so good. It's, he's he's going to be like, you no, know, already forget about Etheridge. Don't need Etheridge. We got Sarkic. And obviously Etheridge because he only came in because Etheridge yeah, was COVID. suffering badly from yeah. COVID. Because um, he was expected oh, yeah. to literally come in and be a backup. It was going to be Etheridge and That's, then crazy, Sarkic, then mm. Truman, and then yeah. Jaycock. Uh, he suffered badly from COVID and just couldn't get a sniff back in the team. No. And then even when Sarkic, I mean, that was a freak injury. Do you remember yeah. where that that yeah. shoulder injury? It was it was his shoulder, wasn't it, or his elbow? Shoulder. Uh, it was something shoulder, to do with his. Yes. It was something to do with yeah. his right arm. And um, it was a was it against QPR as well? No, it was it was the first game of the against? new year, wasn't it? On on, that. I can't remember who it was against. Um, yeah, but uh, it, it was a freak injury, and even then, uh, the Lee Bowyer was hastened to put Etheridge back in goal. And, you know, tried mm. out Jaycock, tried out Truman for a few games, he, and uh, he was in uh, Etheridge was in uh, net against Millwall away. I can't remember what that was now. Yeah, because that was sort of early. Sarkic was game. meant to play. Like, yeah, there was there, there was. A, there was there was a something happened. I think was Sarkic had like a, a an illness, like a stomach bug or something. Might I remember. Been, I yeah. seem to remember something like that. I could just be talking out my ass, to be fair. Um, that is mostly what we do on this show. Yeah, tune in. <laughs> so uh, we have got we've got so we've got a few youngsters, of course. Would it be a, would it be a blue show if we didn't talk about youngsters? There's a few that played last season that you know some have got more hype than others. You know, I mean, obviously, Jordan James is uh, signed a new contract, as has Joe mm. Bellingham, which was Joe was Bellingham massive, signing a professional contract massive, was a yeah. huge deal. Yep. He's the moneymaker um, in this exactly. he is. new year. He really year, is. Yeah. This is what, but that's, did, that's the position we're in. You've got to look at these, you've got to look at these young players as moneymakers, really. You can't, you can't yeah. exactly, because you can't really think of it in any other way. You can't think, oh, yeah, great. Well, if we had a full team of world class youngsters, then fantastic, you know, get promoted. 
keep them but that's yeah, not how exactly. it works you know we've, we've got we've got a pick, we've got a pick and choose um with our academy and obviously just been downgraded as well isn't it to grade two i think um yeah as well. i don't know how much like it, it's obviously a big error for the club to lose that category one status after only yeah. a year but i think we can still make good <laughs> what the players we've got well i mean i was going to say who do you who just as to both of you really who do you think's further ahead in their development james or gordon um, James, I think that Jordan James is further ahead in his development because for me, Jordan James is ready to play consistently. I think Jordan James is ready to start, you know, to start 20, 30 games in the season and is ready to be on the bench and come on and play in most every game. Whereas Nico Williams is Nico Williams or Nico Gordon. Gordon. Nico Williams is someone very different. Yeah, um, I think it's because on the player list above Nico Williams is Joshua Williams. Above Nico Gordon is Joshua Williams. Yeah, I uh, see. So yeah, uh, whoever that is, some young kid. Love Nico. Um, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Time, yeah. Is he just where's Nico Williams? He's just gone Forest, to Forest, isn't he? Yeah. Um, they paid crazy money. They paid like twenty million. They paid him. a that was they paid oh, a big yeah. fee. Think of that. Liverpool, like, Liverpool could, done well. Well, I mean, who do you think about if you think of last season, Nico Williams or Harry Toffolo? I mean, and they got Toffolo and O'Brien for 10 million and 20 mil on mm. Williams. <laughs> I don't think Nico Gordon is ready to, to be a first team regular. He's more than capable of stepping in. He is. But maybe this, I don't know if this is a hot take. Maybe it is. I didn't think it was. I, I think Marcel Oakley is further forward in his development than Nico Gordon. Uh, me no, I, I think. No um, way. I, I, no. I, I, I that's that's one of that's one of the bold predictions coming out. Yeah. If, had, if, <laughs> if, if, if we had to let one of them go, if we had to let one of them go, I'd rather we let go of Nico Gordon than Marcel. Oh, no, because bigger teams have been sniffing around him, you know. Yeah. Mm. You just, uh, I, th- I, I think to be fair, we'll I, th- see, I wouldn't, we'll see, we'll see. I wouldn't disagree that James is further ahead necessarily, but I think it's the, just the fact that obviously James's g- growth into the team has been almost, almost over the entire season, whereas Gordon just came in, and I mean, I remember the Bristol City game when yeah, he, when he scored when he game. scored that header, and I was, uh, it was absolutely, he just he had an absolutely fantastic game. And I know we we always seem to beat Bristol City, Ashton Gate, but um, yeah. he's yeah he's. I, I'd say Gordon is not perhaps as far ahead as James, but I think obviously in terms of the speed of his growth, he's grown a lot faster and matured into the team quicker, I think. I think Jordan James will be the next big sale for us as a as a club. It will be Paul I mean it won't be it won't be anywhere near as no, I think I, I don't think we'll sell Joe Bellingham. I think I think we'll sell I think we'll sell Jordan James next summer. I think he'll have a fantastic season and we'll cash in. 10, 15 million yeah, to, to, yeah. to a club. And then then that's when you'll see the likes of Joe Bellingham having a bigger role, give it a season, and he'll be sold probably to wherever Jude goes to be with Jude. Because Jude, Jude will go to City or Liverpool for a you know, nine-figure fee. We need that cash now, don't we? We do. I, know, annoyingly, we need, we do. Yeah. I hate um, City in Liverpool as well. Did you, did you hear what Klopp said about Bellingham? He said... Um, uh, he's not looking for a midfielder right now because no one has come to him and said they wanted to leave. But obviously, if one of his midfielders say that they want to leave, he didn't rule it out. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. That's yeah, but happen, also, but... you know, look at some of his midfielders yeah. are aging out very soon. Oh yeah. You no. Know, first of Thiago. all, yeah. yeah, Thiago's wrong side of thirty. 
Yeah, maybe. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's on. I think he's thirty thirty one. I mean, although, although they still played well stronger, together with Fabinho, didn't they? Fabinho, for, for, yeah, but for I don't no, know for, actually. For Fabinho, what age? He's like twenty-seven. Yeah, he's yeah. No, I think they played well together though, Thiago and Fabinho. Oh they, yeah, they went on. We a good we, we, oh yeah, we, without, we, doubt. Yeah, not, oh, yeah. without a doubt, we're, we're not, just we're saying not, like obviously the age and obviously how age-wise. they play. You know, it's, it's not think, really a team. Well, I mean, you look at Milner. I mean, for even example. even Jordan Henderson, Henderson, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, there's there's Next they, they they're going to need to they're going to need to because they were heavily linked to uh, Shuamani who went to Real Madrid. Yeah. It's always Dortmund so th- as well. You, they obviously do need to get them. There'll be some release clause. Place to go in it. Well, no, yeah, they'll, 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 I was just saying there'll be some there. release clause, won't there, for um for next season, like with Haaland. There'll be something there. in there. There'll be something yeah. in there. There'll be like a 90, 90 million or some kind of clause that allows them to to leave slightly I, cheaper. I still never understand that. If you think about, for example, Nkunku, what, what a fantastic player Nkunku is, and he signs a new contract and in two years or next year, he has like a 40 million euros release clause. It's absolutely crazy. I don't know I don't, why if, they do it. It's just... Hmm. It doesn't make any sense, does it? No. When when you think, you know, they, they sold him, they could sell him this summer to PSG for 80 oh, yeah. million euros comfortably. Haaland as well. It doesn't make sense. Think about, if you think it, about that one. Haaland, but Haaland Crazy, only joined only joined Dortmund, only signed for Dortmund because they were including a release clause. Because yeah. Dortmund, if there's no release clause, Dortmund play hardball, they don't care. Like when they sold Dembele for 140 million euros, mm-hmm. he was not worth 140 million euros and Barcelona were stupid enough to pay it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much How much do we have on the Bellingham transfer from that percentage wise is it 10 percent? and i thought it was 10 yeah yeah so I it, depending on how much he goes for is it if he goes nine figures million, if he goes, yeah. yeah if he goes if he goes for if he goes for 100 million euros which for the best player that we've possible. ever for the best player we've ever produced we got nine million extra that's, yeah but you think as a, as, well, a, as, sell-on though, clause, well, as sell-on clauses go because we sold him for how much did we 30, actually sell him for 30, it was 20 it was 20, 25 or something yeah, it was, like, yeah 27 and a half plus something, like, something that. like that but yeah. even then for the player that he is like tw- in but, terms we, of, but, but the position that we were in then if you're he, 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 he was he know, like but it's what we're missing out yeah, on the exactly, thing is, yeah yeah i think he would have also you have to ask yourself if if he didn't if we didn't sell him that summer would he develop into the player that he is now no yeah so you know, there's, there's, you know, swings yeah, around. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. You don't fancy, fancy Jude Bellingham under Ito Karanka. <laughs> <laughs> next, ne- next to Adam Clayton. Oh God, that would have been embarrassing for him. Joe, uh, one player I do want to talk about actually is Odin Bailey. Ooh. So he was at Livingston yep. last season, mm-hmm. and he played pretty well. Living- Livingston fans seem to really like him. Uh, didn't produce in terms of you know his output goals and assists wise nothing to kind of ride home about but his performances from what I can gather were pretty good um and in terms of you know the kind of player that he is a creator someone you know who has I am doing air quotes flair I suppose uh is someone who I think is a do or die season for Odin Bailey in a blue shirt perhaps yeah if uh, so, if he yeah. doesn't if it uh, but it's one of them really weird ones where he could do really well and then move on to somewhere you know a step up or if he does really badly he'll have to take a step down I don't think there's an in between for him he I don't think it's, there's it's a, a Jed Spence situation isn't it 
Perhaps, it is. Uh, it is a very Jed Spence situation. But um, I just, it, I think he. Will, it's obvious he's going to get the most opportunities he's ever had at Blues yeah. this year. And I think oh, yeah. it's just, is he going to stab up to the plate? And especially if we're not using wingers as well. Why? Mm. Because, I mean, he played wide for Livingston most of the season. So, I mean, again, he's listed as, to, as an attacking midfielder. Yeah, that's the thing, see. Like, cause, cause Number if you, 37. If you're going to... This is why I don't really understand why we're, we're playing. All the signings we've brought in, apart from maybe the two centre-backs, they've all been tailored towards... Um, you know, like a what, like a four four two or something like that, and obviously yeah. Eustace has been known in the past to play four four two as well. Um, and Ruddy's Ruddy just basically ruled it out pretty much uh, when he did that interview, didn't they? So, yeah. so it's a weird one. So yeah, I think I, I am going to very quickly kind of. I think we've got we've got the whole season to see kind of how it how it grows, how players grow, and of course we don't even know if the squad list that we're looking at now is going to be the same in a week or in a couple of weeks, we probably, of all the clubs in the country, we, we, we're going to be the most volatile over the next few weeks with the new owners, players coming in. And now we don't even know if the new manager is still going to be the manager come the start of the season. Who knows? We've got so much to cover and so much to update all of the listeners on as time goes on. So we are approaching an hour of recording. Let's talk... I think that's kind of a decent enough season preview. We talked a lot about the season before, kind of where we think we're going to be finishing, fighting for relegation. We'll be happy if we're kind of comfortably lower mid-table this season. A bit of a reset is needed. And it's probably the best time to say that a reset could happen. New mm. new owners coming in, new manager. It is, as a club, it's the time to have a reset, more so than in the last few years where we've said that that's what's needed. So let's talk more specifically about the game coming up at Kenilworth Road. It's only nine days away. We are so not ready. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a place to go to for a, for a confidence boost, you know, come I, on, I, we're going I would not be surprised if it's the complete opposite. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't agree that, more. Yeah. I could not agree more because also Luton, Luton looked like a scary team for me this season. See the odds on a 5-0 loss, I would. Yeah, I would not be against I'd, that. I'd, I'd chuck a fiver on it. <laughs> I know you can't Why chuck a fiver on us losing. You can't do that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. Okay, for, for, Ten or one, I'm I was not winning. Going to do it. <laughs> oh man! Put a fiver on each. Never know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> don't really earn anything, Matt. Though, do you? If you win, <laughs> if I put a fiver well, five on a five, nil defeat, for either team. Uh, maybe, then, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, so. I don't. We, I think we were all agreed that that we're not confident on it. Yeah, we just okay. Well, that's a little <laughs> preview then. Uh, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, crying into your bottle of beer. Oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I it's, think it's I the think, championship, though, isn't it? Anything can yeah. happen. It is. We 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 could well, win I the mean, league next year. Honestly, you never. You actually never know. Maybe not that high. That is gonna, that high. what yeah. you just said is going to be sound bitten, right? Yeah. You're going to be amazing. That's Lawrence Bassini. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> that is Bassini. <laughs> uh, that is very Bassini. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll make. I'll spark you out. Kind of talk. <laughs> uh, we so, need a blues focus boxing event. That's what we need. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> should we cash in? Should we do like? Should we, should we try and join the TikTok community and just like go fight all oh, of them? God, all of them lot. What's his name? Simple Simon. Simple Simon. Yeah. <laughs> See if they're interested. God, oh god! I've just I've just Dong, named Dong him. versus Simon. 
Oh my god. Get Dong. We could have the battle the of the owners. Oh my god. Dong versus Shang. Dong versus Dong versus Bassini. Please make that <laughs> yeah, happen. That would be and then win, winner, winner fights Richardson. Yeah. Richardson would smoke him. Richardson would flatten him. Yeah, yeah. You've sure seen him like on it. his Instagram stories. I'll look at him sometimes. He, 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 he did 300 kg the other day, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Jesus. I saw that, yeah. He's a beast, I, uh, he is. Let's try, let's try and... Okay, behind closed doors. Right, we'll, try, we'll try and get... We'll try and get... We'll try and make it happen. We'll try and make <laughs> like a boxing event happen. Here. I reckon I'm feeling yeah. it. I'm feeling it. Okay. I think... Uh, let's kind of leave it for previews. I think we should leave it for, for a review of the Luton game because, honestly, we have no idea. We've, of course, got the Rare Veicano game coming up. Are you going to that? Tommy, I'm going, going to it, to yes. I I I'll be, uh, uh, are you doing a vlog for it? I will be, yes. I'll uh, be down there. I was going to go to the Cheltenham game, but after the Solio Moores game, Goss announced uh, my dad bad enough mm. and said that we're going to neither of them. So that was good. <laughs> that was fun to Suddenly here, yeah. So, so there will be a vlog uh, on YouTube uh, with that game. And, and yeah, it should be out the to talk day, about. Yes. So, uh, so that's that's. Keep an eye out for that. I'm sure it will be announced on Twitter and whatever. Go follow as many handles as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we do move on very quickly, uh, we're going to go into a little segment, a little Q&A segment. We did put out a tweet a couple of days ago, uh, just asking for some questions from you guys, which I'm just getting up now. If you have any questions for next week, just tweet us. Uh, tweet us or comment on any of our Instagram posts uh we may even have an email address i think someone talked about setting up an email address uh, so if there is it'll be in the description send us an email let us know mm-hmm. your thoughts and also let us know kind of how the show's going if there's any way that you want us to do it differently um and we're we're more than happy to uh to, to listen to to your opinions because at the end of the day it's your show not ours and uh well it is our show but it's your show we, we <laughs> want you guys to to contribute as much as possible so we didn't have many questions so this won't take very long um we'll start uh, okay we'll save the silly one for the end so <laughs> i've seen the silly one, yeah. seen the yeah. silly one. <laughs> um, so the first one is well okay so th- there's two questions the first one is from uh, damien uh what is one thing if you can only change one thing about the club what would you change so owners has changed now. So what what do we need to change? Let's go. I'll go Tommy first. Um, well, where do we begin? Really, it's like a it's a big operation. This is this season to really just stabilize. You've had a few days to think about this. You knew this was coming. Yeah, I have, so you can yeah. only change one thing. It's the one thing. Hopefully, the... we hopefully we've all chose something different. Otherwise, it's going to be a yeah. very boring. Second. One thing with the club and owners was this. So so now so. Damien asked, what's one thing that must change if a new owner comes in, which of course new owners are coming. So, and the other, the BCFC Jack said, if you could change anything about the club, what would it be? Yeah. So it can't be owners now because the owners have changed. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I mean, I think. Which was the obvious answer before. Yeah. I mean, I I hope Dan's got a different answer to this, but I think the absolute crucial thing is for those stands to be open, you know? Oh yeah. It's it's absolutely. Yeah. We could have a discussion of this together, but I think it's the most simple and fundamental basic of the entire, you know, support, really. Um, you know, we, it's just like, it's killed the atmosphere. It's killed the vibe around the club in, when we were doing even pretty decent in the mid-season. Um, I feel like 
you know, we could have had a bit of a bounce after that if we had a good atmosphere to comply with it. Um, but, you know, there's only so much those fans can do when there's uh, limited access to the games. And with a more with a plus 20,000 seat uh, capacity at the game, you know, then we, we've got chances to push the team on in those times. But, you know, when the fans are bored, I think the players don't really feel the enthusiasm either. So that is... Number one priority. Um, I don't know what you've got for the next answer, Dan. <laughs> I think, I think, my, I think my, my my answer would have been very similar. I'm glad I'm the host and I don't have to kind of answer these questions. <laughs> um, so, so Dan, you can't yeah. have stands. Well, uh, I mean, if you want, I mean, I can do a something that I don't want to change, which would probably be uh, Ian Dutton and his team that are in there at the moment. Um, obviously there was talk about Matt Southall coming in if the mm. uh, if, from Richardson and Lopez, which if you've seen the stories regarding him, I don't think I need to explain that any further. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd probably keep, I mean, considering the budget they worked on, the resources they've got, um, I mean, I, the communication from Ian himself has been top. I mean, I've seen him on Twitter even recently just talking to fans about obviously season tickets being posted out, things that just little things that we haven't had before. Um from anyone really i mean the it's new communication exactly yeah. the new accounts that came out you know the supporters inquiries the ticket account um i mean it's just it's just increasing the transparency between fans and the club and obviously before ian really came into that there was nothing it was it was just an empty hole and even 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 the club updates that are obviously coming out monthly now um it's, it's just it's so much better than it used to be um even if they're only minimal you know, we just it's, we just used to be in the dark. We just be kept in the dark, and we were taken advantage of um, by BSHL. So, yeah, that's probably one thing I wouldn't change. <laughs> if you talk about change, it'd probably be just sign a left back. Sign a left back, just get a new left back. Yeah. Uh, okay. From so we we are going to talk about something very quick, but literally while you were talking, I I had a thought. My what I would change would be the transfer policy. Right. Uh, because in in my mind, it, it just it's not sustainable. I don't like, you know, just relying on bringing people in on loan, uh, going for older players either. You know, for me, you know, it's it's easiest it's easy to say here because there's only certain players that we can realistically go for. But now with new owners, what I'd like to see is if we're actually going to build something long term, is to build a team that sticks around, not relying on players coming in, doing a job and leaving. I think that that would be yeah. what I want to see. Yeah, buying players. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, buying players. So, you know, obviously we've got we've got a couple of mainstays, you know, Gary Gardner. Mm. Uh, in, I mean, obviously, so we've, we've got rid of Sunjic, who had been around for a while. Um, but I'd okay, like man. to see us... Yeah, I'd like to see us bring players in that are going to stick around and be part... You know, to all the talk of three-year plans over the it feels like over the last seven years we've had seven three-year plans. Uh, I'd like us to actually see us build something solid to 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 spring off of, and you can't do that off loan signings. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I I mean there is obviously some. I mean, there's examples of everything really in in terms of building a squad. You've seen Wolves, for example. Bringing in, bringing in, was it like seven lone players, the maximum you can have in a matchday yeah. squad, going up first time, signing them all permanently. There you go. And then there's also examples where you've seen people spending crazy money on a squad like Fulham in the Prem straight down again. And it, I think ever since 
the day that Guy Rout was sacked, we have played we've played so safe in in almost yeah. every transfer window. But it's almost because we we have to. Yeah. I mean, do you, it, it, do, you, do you boys miss Gary Rout? Do you miss him? You, I, mi- you, would... I miss that Gary Rowett. I n- wouldn't necessarily. Would you miss take him now? Manic- would you take? Would you take Gary Rowett if 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 we said if you if if the if Richardson and Lopez went, you since we didn't want your sorry mate, you're going and we're bringing in say Gary Rowett. Well, you got to, you got to ask. Got to, I mean, is, but... I mean, you got to ask. Really, do do I mean how highly did you rate Rowett? I mean, do you think? He was he's seen as such a brilliant Birmingham manager based on the people that came after him, or do you, do you just because if you've seen what he's done after, I mean, not to put it quite bluntly, I mean he's pretty much failed at every club apart from yeah he didn't do well at Derby he did a he did badly at Stoke but he's done all right at Millwall uh, he's doing better I think he's done than good at Millwall yeah I, this, think he's done yeah, good yeah, at Millwall. I mean yeah that was I was going to say apart from necessarily Millwall because I'm I mean mm. Stoke. You, I mean, I don't know where he was when he got sacked. It was like 16th or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he wasn't doing well. And then Derby, I think, wasn't it? It was somewhere, they were in the top two at one point, weren't they, I think? And then they just completely fell off a cliff. Um, mm. And Derby fans don't like him because obviously he snaked them in their eyes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I just so. feel I feel like he's... I, I would definitely take him right now because I feel like we have to take any sort of championship manager that we can get at the moment. If Eustace wasn't here, obviously. Um because it's just it's such a difficult club to attract someone to at the moment. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and it's yeah, but I I'm not. I think Rowett was I I liked Rowett at the time, but I'm not sure how he would get on now, especially with the group that we've got at the moment. Because I I think it's, there's a, mm. you can blame the manager up to a certain point, but when it's been the same group of players what since 20. 18, Harry Redknapp. Yeah, a lot of them are stuck around for exactly. a longer time. And yeah. Exactly. And you, you can't, if the manager's changing every single f- season, you can't keep, it's got, it's got, something's got to change, but we obviously haven't got the finances to do it. So we can't take risks and sign young players from the leagues below us and then they fail and then we get relegated because that would be detrimental potentially. Um, or we can't take many risks signing players on big fit. I mean, you, well, you could say Sunjic, but that proves my point really. And so we yeah. can't really, we can't really go out there and spend 10 million pounds on a player and then get the Yeah, because you can't buy anybody else, else then as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Bring in Gianfranco Zola. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. no, we couldn't get results <laughs> into him. We, we played some Dan, decent Because this is, this is obviously an audio thing. Dan's face then was, uh, <laughs> was, was an absolute I, picture. That, that sums up that season, doesn't it? Second half of the season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So we're going we're gonna to move on to the next question, which is, uh, I'm sure, one that won't take very long, because I certainly know the answer. <laughs> um, if you had to walk in on someone in bed with your, I'm going to say partner, yeah, rather uh, than the word they used. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you rather it was Bassini or Richardson? I'm going to extend this: Bassini, Richardson, or Lopez. Yeah. Um, uh, and Joe, you know let's chuck him. Let's chuck Sullivan in there as well because he's going to use because that's whose money he was going to use. I, uh, can I draw another <laughs> box and put Dong Ren? Is that available? Put Dong in. Put Chuck Are we putting every single owner we've ever had in the club? Every <laughs> owner. Every owner. Put in. Put, what was her name? Oh. Put her in as well. The West. Put Island. Karen Brady in. Put Karen Brady in. <laughs> oh man. Well, I wouldn't be too bothered. Well, no, I would actually. What am I talking about? I'd be bothered with anybody <laughs> in my bed with my. Of course you would. But I mean, I mean, 
Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with Richardson personally. I just think really. I think well, I've said that because if now. it got nasty, he's gonna love hearing this, isn't he? If it got, <laughs> he <will. laughs> that's gonna really just, attract some towards this. Podcast. That's gonna really yeah. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> get him on the show. I think. So you come yeah, on the show, what, and get what if, what if we make partner. that an offer? We could make that an offer to him. Yeah. <laughs> Many of us have oh. partners. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've got a partner he'd be interested in. Right. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I'm single, so it's not going to work for well, me. Well, I mean, first of all, my partner is, what, 20 years old, and he's what? Mm. So, you know... How old actually is he? I don't... He's, got be, he's got to be at least mid-40s, maybe I more. would have thought mid-40s, yeah. I read yeah, somewhere he's like 53 or something. Really? I think so, yeah. 53? I, I think I can't remember now. I, might be I probably should have given I him a I might be Google mixing up with Maxi Lopez, actually. I know Maxi Lopez is, 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 is yeah. the other side of 50. Yeah. I don't remember to know. No, I, I I don't have a partner, so this is a, this is a pure hypothetical. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I'd say that's a tougher question than it seems on paper. To be well, honest. Yeah. Go on, Don. because yeah. Don's probably doing less damage right. than I am. Oh no! Oh no! Here, here we go! Here we go! Because <laughs> all I'm thinking, right, is if it gets a bit that nasty. Are kicking in. Yeah. That corona with the word Pele written on this is really... No, we weren't going to reveal the beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rona then. We'll just there we go, Rona. Cut it down a little bit. Yeah. I yeah, think if it got nasty, then I would not be one... I wouldn't want it to be Paul Richardson because I wouldn't fancy my chances with him. I think he... I think he'd have the out, yeah. Yeah. I'd say the same thing about Bassini. I fancy my chances against Dong. I reckon I can handle Dong. In his full training kit. You've really yeah, that cap would come into here, yeah. He peaky blinders me with that cap, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> I've got yeah. a peaky blinders outfit somewhere. I'd wear that to, to walk in. So yeah. some. But this is planned, is it? We know about this. <laughs> so we won't. Well, we know. We didn't know it was happening. <laughs> no, I just dress up like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have a, I'd have my flat cap with me at all times. Just, just I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Just in case, I'm waiting for this to happen now. Because <laughs> uh, I think I could manage my chances with Bassini, but with Paul Richardson, oh. I think I'd have a fresh origin with him. So, so, so off the actual question is Bassini or Richardson. So let's just go Bassini or Richardson. Uh, oh. I, I feel know, like Bassini, I Bassini's want... got a screw loose. We know he's got a screw loose. I wouldn't want him anywhere near my partner, though. That's the thing. And knowing that he's in there would or be anyone. life destroying. Yeah. But it, over the at two, the end, I definitely at, wouldn't want him in there. At the end of the day, though, if I caught my partner sleeping with Bassini, I would leave my partner. I mean, yeah. I'd leave my partner anyway. I mean, to be honest, I think I'd just laugh. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it, I, I, I'm going to go with Bassini. No, but then no. I'm going to go with Bassini, yeah. Would you shout Bassini, Simon when you open the door? Oh. <laughs> Simon! <laughs> First thing I'd do is I'd, I'd, I'd take as many pictures as I could and send it to Simon. I'd email it to TalkSport <laughs> oh, and tweet yeah. him. You'd make a bit of money off it, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I reckon, so Bassini, Bassini for the after effect of, of it. Also, <laughs> I also... I already know enough about Bassini that I could probably blackmail him into doing something for me. We won't release that. We won't release that. We're not going to release that information. Yeah. But, um, I think, that's all I private think, and confidential. Well, well I don't very, know anything about that. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I've never spoke to. I, could, I might. Don't, I might actually. Don't I'm not going to. I'm not going to announce this information. <laughs> but we've got. Uh, but you know, we all know that Bassini is all talk and no, no chump. No bark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all bark, um, no bites. Yeah. All bark, no bike. That's, that's it. Yeah. Thing is, do you really think like it? It seems such when he came on, obviously talks, but it's, it's like quite a lot to make up what he said. If you actually 
like listen to it. He's a narcissist. That's what he is. I know, but if he actually just... like he he must have had something like like when he claimed to have exclusivity and things like that. Like I can't imagine the. Well, he did. Game. He did have. He, I reckon he did have exclusivity. I reckon that was a thing. Because that I mean, could. Because otherwise, really... why would why would Richardson and Lopez waited until now to. Yeah, there was definitely a bit. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, to be fair to Richardson, they, he literally did say that since Bassini came on Talksport, they've literally been looking at other clubs. <laughs> so yeah. to be fair to him, he did. But yeah, I, I just think there's so much, so much of what Bassini obviously said was just complete rubbish. But there must have been some sort of like I'm sure he's to it he, somewhere. That's what that's what I don't understand about him. I mean, he's just, he, just he's slashing apparently your own getting chances. given money because well, if he. If Bassini had come in, he would have only been the owner for a small period of time while West Ham were being sold, and then we would have had them back. We would have had the How true is that, though? And Karen Brady. I think that's as true as, as anything else he was saying. Because, mm. mm. again, though, we, with Sullivan, he, he couldn't wait to get out when he first left. Exactly, us. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, he just... So to join Lawrence Bassini as well back at the club, I mean... Well, Bassini, a, big, well, Bassini said he was uh, using... He was just he was using his money. Yeah, and also just, just protection for Bassini as well. But, but I just don't understand why they want to go... Why Who want, Who just looks at Bassini and goes into business with them? I just don't... Right. Questions have to be... How have we spent so long on this question? So, Bassini or Richardson, go... <laughs> Tommy, uh, Bassini. I'd go for Bassini. Yeah. Dan, Bassini. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. I, I feel like I just. Try, I feel like I'd throw the kitchen sink at him just to get him out of the house. Then again, actually, I'm going to go Richardson. Really, just to be different. You respect him just, as the just, owner after that, because because he's because yeah. you know what? Turn around, man. That's, that's, you, that's you really the, the reason I said Bassini. <laughs> There's a free free pass, free pass. Right. I won't announce this to the media because I presume Richardson's probably married. I won't announce this, so you won't have to tell your missus if you, you bring Diego Costa to the club. Dwight yeah. <laughs> <Quite> Gale. Dwight <laughs> <laughs> Gale is such a low-rated low, low rated side compared to Diego Costa. So, <laughs> there's a big difference. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> the only th- I think the only similarity well, for the championship, have is they're, potentially they're the same not. age. Mm. Um, well, so that's, we... that's a go. That's, sorry, who do you think would score more goals in the championship, Dwight Gale or Diego Costa? I think Dwight Goward had to score more goals because Diego Costa would spend half the time suspended. Yeah, no, no, or, or, <laughs> or refusing to play, probably. Or, yeah, just refusing. I'd rather have, I mean, you'd rather have Diego Costa, right? You'd rather have him. I mean, first of for all, the, he'd, the, sell, yeah. he'd sell the hundreds of thousands of shirts. Yeah, would probably make up for the amount of losses we had on season tickets with the amount of shirts we'd sell on yeah, Diego Costa. In fact, if we, if we announced it, we'd probably all them season tickets that weren't renewed would then be renewed. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I do agree with that. Sure. Instantly. And the so stands would were... miraculously be open again. Oh, oh, yeah, the stands <laughs> suddenly, suddenly fine and clear. So we are approaching an hour and 20 minutes just over. So we were going to talk about the kit. Uh, is, there, is there much to talk about? It's a nice kit. It's got we could talk a lot about it. That, so yeah. Not a template I think for once. It's not a template, which is good. Um which feel which is a nice change. Um, I think the only nice thing you re- well, all you need to say really about it, and this is what I based this is basically what I just said in my kit ranking video. Look at Preston's home shirt and look mm. at our home shirt. We've done mm. an absolute miracle to get something out of Nike that isn't. Well, thing it's, is, it's, it's not even Nike, it's just no, or something. Yeah, yeah there's that Nike weird is, deal we Nike have. Nike is yeah. just the producer or something. Exactly. It's really mm. bizarre. It's. It... Mm. I mean, the the goalkeeper kit is. The same as ever. It's, I quite like own. it though. Having the all green, it looks good. 
Yeah. The all greens. I like green as a goalkeeper kit. Though. Did you yeah. like the orange one last year? I did. I yes. loved yeah. it. It suited Matthias Sarkic, you know. Oh, it really no, no, did. I thought, oh the, I, thought the, I thought the black one was better on Sarkic. I like the pattern on yeah. the sleeves. You know, mm, the, that, yeah. the, the kind of diamonds kind of coming down the grey. I, I like, I'm a big, orange is my favourite colour. Um, the company I work for is a big bonus. Uh, don't, need to, don't need to go into that. But, um, because okay. really people, if people be, can't guess, be, then that's people, pretty. <laughs> well, people what people are going to know. Well, people the thing know, is, if, though, right. my, if, if I plug my Instagram, they'll know straight away. I've just found, uh, right? Uh, can I just, can just put this in, right? Uh, if you search up Augsburg's kit for this season, uh, it is the same as ours. Do you want to have a quick no. look at this? No, way. Gonna have a look. it is. I'm gonna, I'm it's the same it. pattern, it's, the, it's just different colours, that's all. If you have a look at it now, Augsburg. Let's have a look. Augsburg FC. So they're they're saying that oh it's a design. Oh my god! <laughs> they're saying that it's a unique what design. A That's nonsense. That's a joke, isn't it? How have you found that, by the way? So quickly. I've Did got you... a very reliable source in my brother next door. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it is exactly. The some, same. Someone needs to find the quote. Um... Where they, where yeah, they on the said, website. On yeah. the website, yeah. That's... It is, it's exactly the same. That's, that, that is a tweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God. oh, God. Yeah, that's a bit of gotcha journalism from us. Very, very professional. Yeah, here, here. here we go. Here we go. Let me read this out. Um, maybe... Who tweeted it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to in a minute. Um, uh, where is it? Oh, it's not. If that's the goal, yeah, I, I, I think they've removed it. Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. What they? A navy print that runs across the front. Oh no, here we go. Oh no, no other club in the UK. Oh, is that oh, what in they the said? UK. I see. Yeah. That's. I don't think they that's did. what they said originally, though. No. I think they, they must they, have changed they, that. Does it say when they updated it? If that's to go off, then I mean Augsburg's away kit. I quite like it. If I you, if you scroll slightly further point. down, it's uh, it's all white with quite a nice pattern. Yeah. Pattern is it, is it the new the new night template? Mm. So the I'd pre- imagine. I mean, press, if we're, the press that's quite a Leipzig template. look, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite Leipzig. Actually. Yeah, that's, that, that's, the colours help with that. Though, that's I what think. I expected our home kit to be. That yeah, with, I did too. Yeah, with, with blue so, and I mean, white. so if our, yeah. if our away kit was say, you know, all yellow with blue trim in that Augsburg style on the no, sleeves, it, not this, nah. not that. No, they said that it's inspired by something, didn't they? So it must be did some. It, yeah, they said it's inspired by a classic shirt. So it must so be something be a, reminiscent. Be, I reckon it'll be a penguin design, wouldn't it? Red and white penguin. Probably. Yeah, red, the red Ajax, penguin. Yeah, an Ajax look wouldn't be too bad. I mean, like, I mean, the, the shirt I'm wearing now is this is one of my. I love the color pink. I that my on my, that's on my list of shirts to buy. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, can't, you I cannot actually, find it anywhere. My I got so lucky. So this is this was my cousin's shirt. Shout out to Alex. Uh, he will definitely give this a listen. Um, he gave me this shirt. I went. He had a massive collection, and basically his wife said you need to get rid of them. Uh, start <laughs> thinking about selling them or whatever. And I was up there, and uh, this is pretty much the only one, like one of the only ones that would fit me. And we were going to a Blues game. I can't remember what it was now. I think maybe it was Cardiff or something. And um, it was like, well, I have a shirt to wear to the game. And uh, I loved the pink trim. My favourite blue shirt, incidentally, is actually the third kit from this season, which was the reverse of this. You know, the all pink yeah. with black trim. That's one of my favourite shirts. But that is impossible to find anywhere. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really rare shirt. And if you do find it, it's going to be bloody expensive. <laughs> All right, Tommy, Tommy's turned his camera off here. I'm expecting a... Oh, yeah, a, is, yeah. I'm expecting some kind of kit reveal. He's going to wear the... He's going to have the pink one on, isn't he? It, no, he's not. 
He, he, he probably will. If he if he's got that shirt, I'm. Are you you and her on Monday? Where you are? She the um. Oh. Oh, oh, sorry okay. about that. I thought... oh. He hasn't got changed. Oh, I thought we we thought you were. We're, we're expecting the, uh, some kind of. Like we're expecting the kit reveal. Yeah. Oh, would you want me to get it down? I can get it. Up. Have yeah, you got the pink? I, I have got the know. pink one. The pink one? No, I don't have the oh. pink one. No, I thought you meant this season shirts. Oh, right, have you no, got this yeah. season shirt? Have you got? I have. Yes, yeah, yeah, I've got it somewhere. There, yeah. I need to. I need to get it. I'm. Mm. I'm at the moment. I'm getting all the Plymouth Argyle shirts. I'm getting every single one this season. Yeah. I just think they're so good, didn't they? They what? Plymouth, they knocked us out of the cup last year. Yeah. They oh, did, that was, actually, that's, yeah. That was a shocker that was, game. Yeah, that, that, that was shambles. Oh, my God. That was shambles. But the Plymouth Argyle kit, the home shirt is really nice. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the away shirt. It's a... Uh... Mm. Is that brown? I don't know. No, no, it no looks, it's black. It like black. It's black yeah. and, like, dark. Oh, yeah, no, no. Not, yeah, like no, I know. Blue. But is the top... Is it blue on the top? It's blue. Oh, okay. It doesn't look... Yeah, it looks brown on the camera. It's like a blue. Yeah. It's like a teal blue. It's, it's what... so nice. I'm oh, not we, a big fan of signed the Ambe. That's mm. that's crazy. I'm not a big fan of yeah. Wigan signed the Ambe. Yeah. That what what downward step that is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a big fan of gradient colours in kits. No. Oh, I am. I, I think really. it have looks you seen, weird. Speaking of Wigan, have you seen their new home shirt? God, is this one of these? Oh my God! I'm look, trying to go look to at that game, monstrosity. That I know, that's not good. That simplistic kits are going out of style, you know. I know. The, the, I don't understand it with all that. Yeah, like so, I said, okay. If we're gonna I, if we're gonna yeah. talk bad kits, I mean the the worst kit so far this season is Tottenham's away kit. I if you've seen, seen that that have piece you, of have crap, you, have you seen it in person? No, like, I haven't. On the, it, it looks so much better on the players. I promise. I absolutely it hated it. I absolutely hated it, and then I watched the highlights of their um game, and it actually looks alright. So, so is I, it the I, one with I, the green? green yeah, it looks like a speedo. Little kids. <laughs> I grew uh, up in North East London, so it, so growing up, Tottenham Hotspur yeah. were the team that I was forced to follow by uh, by my dad. I've called Child Line. Apparently, it's not uh, <laughs> worthy or something. Um, but luckily enough, my cousin saved me a number of years ago and converted me to Blues. Um, Good man. <laughs> but I, I still, I still follow. I still, I still, you know, follow Tottenham. My dad's got season tickets, and it's such a nice stadium that I do go mostly to watch the beer be filled up from the bottom. That's really fun. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that kit is just it's it's not it's not it's not good. It's uh, not good. I'm looking forward to uh, they. When are they going to announce the away kit in the third kit? The is everyone is everyone going to be a third kit? They haven't announced anything about a third kit. There wasn't the one last kit. year, was there? Uh, yeah, the, the um, black and green, uh, uh, what's it, black and um, orange and green. Yeah, they did that just for sales. Yeah, they did that yeah. so late. Yeah. In the th- I mean, the, the, I, I quite liked, I didn't like it when they first announced it, the away kit last season, you know, that kind of tiger slash green and orange. I wasn't a fan of the colours necessarily. Yeah, it was dreadful, yeah. I said this on Monday, didn't I, Tommy? I think that, yeah. uh, so that template has been, was used by um, Venezia for Nike yeah. and uh, Venezia left their contract with Nike because of that shirt and moved yeah. to Kappa. They, they, yeah. <laughs> and then we get it as a third shirt two years later. <laughs> <laughs> what is the matter Just, with us? Why don't we get like proper... Why don't we get something that Nike represents second blues? tier. I know. Nike mm. second tier teams are just... You get... Just we templates, shafted, it's yeah. just exactly, and we're we're one of the lucky ones who've got the stitch badges now. I'm yeah, so, I, know. I mean, I thought if you thought that our comment section on Twitter about um 
badges falling off were bad you need mm. to look at preston's home kit announcement oh really so every other comment is like oh another badge coming off in the wash yeah <laughs> every five <laughs> every should, five seconds let me find you actually the uh if i can uh, some of the shirts from last season let me just uh, i've got a polo the whole entire badge is peeled off apart from the back layer so it's just a silver outline of the badge and then there's nothing else on it <laughs> i do first of all i've just come across something on instagram uh nothing to do with blues but there's a, a re- recently halifax town halifax town signed a player called jamie allen and uh, yeah. and he's love just island. joined the cast of love island yeah. oh wow crazy he the the footballer added i shoot i usually score oh yeah and he's got like <laughs> yeah. got like four goals in like eight, 70 he's got games. eight yeah. goals yeah, in cool. 76 <laughs> games oh, do you want me to show you this kit then from the, yeah, this, no, this please, is my brother's please. white kit uh so the badge okay. last seasons yeah, this 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 one here. Yeah. Uh, oh, the yellow one. You'll be able to see it properly. But I didn't buy it because of the badge. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't I, honestly, you, buy it. You, you ready for this? This is absolutely disgraceful. Right, look at that. Oh God! Look at that. It amazes me the sponsor is not ruined as well, though. The sponsors better. This this what I mean like the sponsor. The sponsors are all right. I've mm. I've never had a. I mean, I've never had an issue. Keep... We've got but to keep you, the sponsors on. Can you there? see? Like, it's yeah, like a it's just, flaky exactly. material yeah. here. It's absolutely disastrous. We didn't and wear what, any what, of them. But what I, what I find more baffling is that, obviously, we finally got the Stitch badges this year, and they put the price up because of the Stitch badges. Yeah. Right? It, it was announced at the time when they were getting Stitch badges that the price would be more expensive, and you just get comment after comment after comment saying, £5 extra, what a joke, not buying it this year. I was like, well, they're the same people who were asking for Stitch badges last year. You know what makes exactly. well, this they, they actually listened to saying exactly. that we wanted stitch badges. So, like, yeah. I, I don't think we've got. I don't think we've got an. I think Portsmouth are the only club I can think of in England that are a second tier Nike team with a with a stitch badge. Mm. Stitch badge. It Absolutely. makes me smile well, I mean, though because and this is, yeah, it makes me smile because the Nike badge is stitched on. Exactly. Yeah. But the blues one is. Yeah. Well, of course, the Nike <laughs> one's stitched probably, on. Their reputation. Yeah, it's probably part of the, it? yeah. yeah, it's probably part part of the deal, isn't it? So let's 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 wrap up. So first of all. This season is we're going to just have to take this season, I think, as it comes. Um, so hopefully, you know, I think I think we can be hopeful of a of a kind of a, a mid-table finish if we can find some to, some consistency. You know, a little maybe you never know. Think of yeah, mm. the highest. I think I think you're pushing your luck if you're saying anywhere higher than kind of fourteenth, fifteenth. Um, and if 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 Ignoring my you gave <laughs> winning the league comment earlier, <laughs> uh, I think for, for me mostly. You remember when I said I have bold bold predictions? Yeah, you think we're going to finish in now. the playoffs? I need to top that now. I need to top oh, the, yeah. the the winning the league comment from you earlier. This yeah. <laughs> so I think I think it, I'll be happy with fourteen. If you gave most Blues fans uh, saying. You'll stay up this season. You'll have a solid year, sixteenth. I think most sensible Blues fans would, <laughs> the little yeah. smile, sensible Blues fans would turn around and say, I'll "Yeah." Because the thing is, though, though, if if you think we're finishing sixteenth, but in that time we've been pushing for the playoffs, and then we finish sixteenth, that's the, yes, that's the horrible twist of all that. It's it like, is. We couldn't have got the playoffs, but you said you wanted to finish sixteenth, so. You've lost all these games. You've finished sixteenth. Yeah, I'm um, so so. Uh, it, it, Pretty much sums up the monk season, doesn't it? Oh, it really does. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. 
So we're going to finish. So hopefully we're going to finish kind of low mid table. I think we need to, we really, we can't assess anything with the, because we need to see kind of what happens with incomings and outgoings with the new owners. And uh, Eustance is, I think to put it kind of simply is an unknown prospect, uh, certainly at this level. So we will see. Uh, Tommy, Dan, I'm not sure kind of who else is going to be on the show. I reckon Adam might come on uh, when he's, when he's free. Get, get Rich, Richard back on as well. Richard get Richard, come back, get Richard back on because he said he was, he, he, he was nice yeah. and good. Uh, I, will, I will be hosting as, as much as I can. Make sure that you do keep an eye out for us as the season goes on. We will be putting out episodes every single week. Uh, I'll be hosting it as much as possible. I've done, uh, well, I think I've done okay. Maybe I've been awful. Tommy, Dan, you've made my job as easy as possible. That's for sure. I can't wait for this season. Uh, well, I can't wait for this season in terms of the show. Uh, yeah. Certainly, uh, we'll see where the season takes us. I think we need to take it as it comes. But uh, make sure you look out for us on the Second Tier podcast. Um, we'll be contributing to that. Make sure you're looking at our other shows. I know, obviously, uh, Tommy's doing match day vlogs. Uh, you're doing the one, uh, Rea Veacano. Yep. Uh, will you be doing one for the Luton game as well? We'll be. I've bought tickets for that as well. We are platinum Amazing. members away Amazing. for the season. So uh, I, I need to try and get a ticket to that. Uh, mm. It's going to be very difficult now. If there's one floating about, let me know. I'll pay whatever I need to pay to get to yeah. it. Because I've managed to wangle a day off. So uh, if I can be there, I- I'm happy to be involved in vlogs as well. If I go along to matches, of course, yeah. as well, just come over um, and have a chat. Just uh, so, so you know, maybe you'll actually see my absolutely very plain, boring face. <laughs> um, so yeah, also the sports social network. How could I forget? Uh, make sure you look out for us on that as well. So make sure that you, that if you're not already, if you haven't found us on there. Maybe go give that a look because if you're listening to this, you're probably a fan of football podcasts. So you may want to go and give a listen to other shows on there as well. But for this week, that is the end of this show. And uh, I don't know how you guys normally end it, but I tend to end shows with a keep right on. Sports Social Podcast Network. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. 